You know, some people enjoy composing their own music, chord by chord, and others are happiest when they come across that one perfect song. Work is not a lot different than that. Whether you prefer building your own workflow or using a pre-made template, with Monday.com, you and the team can work in a way that's comfortable for everyone. Tap the banner to go to Monday.com and build your own amazing workflow or find an awesome template. No judgment. Election College Episode 99, Political Action Committees, or PACs, and, you know, Super PACs. Let's throw a political party. Face it, the political scene sucks, but did it always? It's time for Election College, and class is in session. Now... Your hosts, Jason Goff and Ben Smith. Hey, Jason, did you know that in a field survey of like a bunch of people, about one in four people thought a super pack or a pack was uh, a video game you play on your phone? It is, isn't it? I think so. But I can't remember exactly uh, how that game goes. So we should probably talk about it. Yeah. The ghosts. Right. Super, super pack. Yeah. Or something like that. <laughs> That's actually a and real thing, Mrs. by the way. Super, Mrs. Super pack. She had the bow on her, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. Hey, packs are political action committees. And there's a lot of talk about them, especially in the last oh six or eight years. But they've been around for like a really long time. Since the 40s. Yeah. And just before we go any further, I need to say that I approve of this message. Right. That's important that you say that. Otherwise, it could be misconstrued somehow. Yeah. So when we're talking about PACs, basically we're talking about organizations that are not the candidate, that are not the political party, but they are specifically set up so people can raise money for a certain ideology or candidate or whatever, whatever you want. Then I could have a pack set up that thinks that you're beard and you should be elected. Well, I think that already exists. So you could just join up with it would probably be okay. Uh, but you know, that's totally up to you. You can form your own and that's the beauty of it. You can, you can form as many as you want, many super packs as you want, or as many packs. I get too complicated here. Yeah. Just make sure that you don't leave one little dot in the screen. Yeah. Cause then you have to go back and you could die. <laughs> A lot of people are really confused right now, but that's okay. Cause we're going to unconfuse them, uh, by telling them everything they need to know about political action committees. So, the first thing is packs. Pretty simple, right? But no, there are multiple different kinds <laughs> of packs. <laughs> We're going to start with uh, the connected packs. The connected packs are established by you know different businesses and health organizations, trade groups. If it's a labor union, uh, pretty much they're like they're really restricted on the kind of money they can raise. Yeah. So. Either you work for a company or you're in a certain union or um, trade group, like Ben said, or a health organization. And there's 
only, oh, about 1,600 of these types of connected packs in existence in the United States. And a majority of them are trade organizations. So let's say, I'm not going to name any specifically, but let's say you have an association of people who may not be working full-time anymore, uh, so they are retired, they might be in a particular organization, and that organization is a connected pack. So connected packs, they get money from a specific group of people, and then they take it and they put it towards a cause or a candidate in some relation or some sense. We'll get more into that in a little bit. But next, we're going to talk about, I don't know, once we talk about connected packs, maybe the next best thing to talk about is non-connected packs. Makes the perfect logical jump. Yeah. So these are groups or organizations that have a certain philosophy or ideology uh, it might be a single issue. So there's a lot of people out there that, you know, think that the American flag should be fuchsia instead of red, white, and blue. So they'll start a pack and they're like, we are the alliance for fuchsia flags and you should vote this way. So they can accept all kinds of money <laughs> from individuals they can accept money from connected PACs uh, or any other organization for that matter. And there's about 1,600 of these, but this is the fastest growing category. Yeah, and the interesting thing is that with non-connected PACs, if you're a member of Congress or you're a political leader or something like that, you can also either join or even form a non-connected PAC. So it's a little... Um, it's a little different than the connected pack because they're not officially connected to the candidate. They're just connected to an issue or uh, something that they're passionate about or that, you know, whatever, for whatever reason they may be involved. Yeah. So the next kind of pack is a leadership pack and you've probably seen a good number of these. So then you cannot, if you are, going to donate to a particular candidate's campaign, you as an individual can only give so much money. And I think it's, is it around $2,600, something like that, that you're limited. You can't, uh -huh. you know, Ben Smith cannot give more than that to a particular candidate. Well, the particular candidate can have a leadership pack. And Ben can take his millions of dollars and throw it into that leadership pack. Right. Because I have all sorts of money laying around from all the commissions from election college. We all know. So I, I would totally do that. And if as long as your uh, as long as your expenditures are not connected with another candidate, no limits at all of any kind. And pretty much under the Federal Election Commission or the FEC from now on. The leadership packs and non-connected packs, well, they can accept donations from individuals. They can accept donations from other packs. And it's a lot easier for people who are in office to donate to these. Yeah, it's really interesting because this is where it gets, a, it gets sticky 
because you as an individual can only have so many people donate to your campaign, but Hey, if you have a leadership pack, go for it, go get some donations, big donations from people and representative uh, house representative, John Doolittle, he had a leadership pack and they paid 15% to a firm where his wife was the only employee. So whoops. <laughs> yeah. So his wife's firm got these payouts like $68,000 one year and 224,000 a couple of years. So uh, the feds come in, they raid uh, representative Doolittle's house and guess what, Ben? Nothing happens. I bet. Yeah. Nothing. Yeah. Everybody's cool. There, that's a lot of money. And so you can understand why that'd be looked at. But like, what if it was only like $2,000 or something? That'd probably be okay, right? Yeah. Well, no. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a leadership pack at one point purchased uh, about $2,100 in gifts from Bose Corporation, which that's probably like one speaker from Bose. I, think. I know. And uh, uh, that got them in trouble as well. So it doesn't even have to be a large amount of money. It just can't be without, it can't be outside of the, you know, the, the rules that are in place. Yeah. So Ben, I'm, I'm taking off my collared shirt. Ah, I ripped it off uh-huh. and there's my super pack t-shirt. <laughs> so I knew that was coming and I still didn't see it somehow. I Yeah. You've known me too yeah. long. That's true. So super packs officially are known as independent expenditure only committees. And these organizations may not make contributions to a particular candidate or a party, but they can pull out all of the stops. They can spend unlimited gobs of money because why not? They're super. It's like if they wanted to spend a million dollars on flyers, they couldn't give that million dollars to the candidate and have them use that million dollars. But they could take that million dollars and print up flyers and go out and distribute it to every household in Pennsylvania. Uh, So they can still spend the same amount of money to do the exact same thing. That doesn't mean they always do necessarily, but they have to do it in a way that's not directly connected with the candidate. And basically, PACs or uh, super PACs can only get funds from different individuals and corporations and unions and stuff like that. Um, They can't get donations from political figures. Yeah. So if you listen to the radio at all, which why would you listen to the radio? You've got election college. Mm -hmm. But if you listen to any political advertisements, you're going to hear different things. You're going to hear the candidate if it's the candidate is paying out of his or her funds, they're going to say, I'm Jason Goff and I approve this message. But if it's a super pack or a pack, you're going to hear blah, 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 blah. This is not affiliated with any candidate or political party. Paid for paid by citizens for Jason Goff as president or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And you, you will say, I know exactly what that is. That's a pack. 
and you would be right. <laughs> <laughs> so the uh, the the case of Citizens United and SpeechNow.org kind of brought about the super PACs back in 2010, and you know this this is relatively recent thing that happens. There's actually some new committees created within the Federal Election Committee and some other stuff just to monitor these kind of super PACs because of the you know increased flexibility in them. So there's nothing like new government organizations and committees being started because of people getting around campaign finance laws. <laughs> and Be- it doesn't, why not? Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter if you're a Republican, a Democrat, or an independent. Although if you're an independent, you might be a little irritated <laughs> because this pretty much solidifies certain issues or certain ideologies down to what's currently in power. So um, good luck third party ever being able to be a part of the pack machine. Yeah. You gotta get some independently wealthy folk up in there, I guess probably Uh, the packs and super packs have made appearances in the last few elections or at least part partial elections and midterm elections and stuff like that. Uh, Lots of spending going on. And, uh, you know, even sometimes somebody who is a former staff member of a candidate might come alongside to help run one of those packs. And um, they get really interesting. And it kind of seems like, well, if I, uh, if I'm going to donate a bunch of money, I don't want it to be public record. And for a while you could be safe because there are some disclosure rules in place. Yeah, so there's one case in particular where a donor to a super PAC actually kept his name hidden because he's like any good businessman. He's like, I'm going to set up an LLC or limited liability corporation. And because he or she set up this LLC, the public would see that the LLC made the donation, not this person. And that's the reason this person is a secret to this moment. (laughs) Hey person, I wonder if you listen to election college, we don't know who you are. If, if uh, you have a quarter million dollars that you just gave away and you're listening to election college, we would like to hear about you. Hey, so that's pretty much all that we have to say about PACs and super PACs. They're either, uh, you're really either in favor of them or totally against them. Uh, very rarely is there a neutral position on the subject, but it happens sometimes, I suppose. And uh, I know what you shouldn't have a neutral position on, Jason. What do you think? Um, I can't think of anything, Ben. Would it have to do with a certain podcast? Yeah. Yeah, that you're on the right track so far. I was thinking maybe like a, a, an opinion on us. Either love oh. us or you hate us. And if you're still listening what, 20 minutes in uh, to the 99th episode, you probably don't hate us. Oh, I'm crying a little bit. So why don't you go on over to iTunes and leave us a short review so that we can uh, say thanks in our hearts or something. Yeah, and we do read those reviews and we most assuredly appreciate every single one except the ones from the people who attack everybody. Those aren't very fun to read. 
It is funny. Like if I get now that I, I have a show that gets reviewed and I oftentimes, if I see a negative review, when I, when I like hyper criticize that person, well, first I step back. Are they right at all? Look at their, uh, I click on their username. Oh, every review they've ever left is a three star or under. Meh. Okay. I get it. That's, that's not really related to what we're talking about, but those are drive by listeners. That's, That's not true. election college nation. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. But thank you. Thank you one and all to those who have listened and subscribed and have left a review and a rating. It, it does mean a lot to us. And um, yeah, uh, we also love interacting with you on our social media channels. We are on Facebook, Twitter, Sometimes we're on Instagram when we feel crazy, but most assuredly, we do see your comments. If you feel like buying something on Amazon this week, head over to electioncollege.com slash Amazon. It'll take you right to the main page of Amazon and you can buy whatever it is your little heart desires and we'll get a little bit of a cut, but you won't pay a dollar more. Sounds like a sweet deal. Hey, we will see you next time for our 100th episode. We can't wait to deliver that to you. Absolutely. See you then. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.